G'day, it's Clairzy here. These are the best bits of today's Clairzy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. And it's back on the TV, Kimber. You've seen the lineup for the new Celebrity Apprentice online. I'm excited about it. Yes. Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, nothing when this man's in control, the uh, host of the show, Mark Boris. Uh, Mark, firstly, welcome, mate. How are you doing? Um, pretty good, thanks. How are you going? Yeah, we're going well, mate. We're, we're keeping, keeping busy, but even busier for you with this host and this various, well, it's an eclectic bunch you've got this year. Oh, more like a crazy bunch. Um, yeah, very well. You put together twelve well-known celebrities, and we've got a pretty deep set of celebrities here. They're very good. It's the best lineup I've ever seen in terms of the five series I've done, um, and uh, they don't disappoint. Let me tell you. Well, this is it. A lot of them are from the entertainment industry, and and some of those people, if you're not aware, they're uh, Gabby Greco, Richard Reed, the entertainment reporter, Blake Garvey from last year's Bachelor, yep. uh, Sophie Monk. I mean, we've just got a bit of everything in there, but. Do they stand a chance at business? Well, that's an interesting question um, because that's what it's all about. It is about business, not about them being celebrities, except when it comes to raising money for their charities. Um, yeah, they do. Some of them um, are slow learners, that's a good way of putting it, um, and so, and, but some develop a, sort of a deep understanding of, of the business world as they progress throughout the show, which is really important. That's important for me. They do learn. That's what I'm looking for. Who can learn this, this game? Who can understand, not necessarily come naturally, but who can learn it? Well, actually, Mark, speaking which, I mean, Jeffrey Edelson does have a, a background in business, so if anyone needs, needs to, to uh, declare bankruptcy, he's your guy. He's your go-to guy. <laughs> Well, I guess there's some lessons there too as well. And, and yeah. what's interesting is a lot of the celebrities actually defer to him all the time because of his um, sort of deep business experience and his age too, for that matter. Mm. Um, but, like, the question is whether or not he's actually got good experience or the sort of experience you should defer to. Hey, uh, Mark, do you find that girls like Tegan Martin, who's Miss Universe Australia, Sophie Monk, you know, they call her the Aussie hit girl on this list, but uh, she's, they, these are girls who've got a lot of attention for their looks. Do they start out on the show trying to bat the eyelids and do that, or are they just a bit deeper than that, and does that develop as time goes on? Well, that's why I chose them to be on the show. And funnily enough, both of them, both of them actually display something far deeper than just good looks. Um, and they, they certainly don't do any eyelid batting. Well, they might do a little bit between each other, but not, certainly not to me in the boardroom. I yeah. wouldn't accept that. No. Um, and, and, and both of them are pretty smart. I mean, they're... they're they don't become superstars within their, own, within their own right and within their own industry just because they look good. I mean, if you want to be Miss Universe Australia, you have to battle your way up. And remember, she, she tried three times and yeah. was runner-up twice before she actually got to it. So that shows a fair bit of uh, hard work and endurance and determination. Actually, Sophie, uh, first time I met Sophie was when she was a student. A friend of mine was a lecturer and Sophie was her prize student. Yeah, she's not. She's not dumb. She's an unusual. Uh, she's she thinks an unusual girl. way. Yeah, that's good. She, Out of the box. Yeah. She, she's a left field thinker, and right. uh, she comes at things a lot differently to the way everybody else does. She takes a bit of time to settle in, but she's pretty good. She gets intimidated quite, quite a lot in the beginning. Mark, do the producers run the challenges by you beforehand and get your thoughts and say this is what we're thinking about doing in the series, so that you know whether it's going to be a viable option? Hundred percent, they do, and because yeah. uh, I'm not interested in doing something stupid, so. They not only show, uh, show me what the challenge is going to be, but the more, most important thing for me is what is the underlying principle, business principle, fundamental that underlies that particular challenge. And one of the things I say to each of the, to all the celebrities before each challenge starts is, I want you to tell me what the underlying business principle is here. For example, tonight is about selling, the principle of selling, how important sales and revenue are to a business. And that's what tonight's all about. Now, there's a whole lot of craziness and frivolity. 
But the main game here is what is the underlying principle? Who sells and who sells the most? Well, Mark, we look forward to seeing the show on Nine tonight. And uh, oh, it was like early in the series. If anyone shows any kind of disrespect or a giggle or two in the boardroom, you put them in their place nice and early. So we're looking forward to that and all the best. Typical boardroom. Mark, we're us there. I'm about to use you guys as a bit of a confessional. And I'll throw it out to everyone else too. Thirteen thirty-three fifty-three. Sure. Is there something that you have never forgiven yourself for? Oh, what's the because story? this week something came up that reminded me of something I've just I've never let this go. Right. So yeah, thanks Kim's for that. Confessional. Forgive gonna, me, Father, for I have seen. Yeah, it. I'm going to paint the picture for you. Right. I was all of eighteen years old and I was living in a share house. Right. And we used to get lots of mail from previous tenants, which I, which I would normally just mark return to sender. And get rid of it. That's right? the right thing to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah send yeah, it yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now this Christmas, this Christmas card came and it had no return to sender. And the boys that I lived with were like, oh, let's open the card. Let's, and I was like, no, don't. Might be some because, scratchies. Yeah, this is someone else's card and I'm not comfortable with doing that. Right. The boys ended up opening the card, right? And I made a big fuss saying I don't want to be a part of it. Mm. But inside the card, it was pretty basic, right? Inside yeah. the card just said two and whatever the lady's name was. Which um, you still know. No, no, I actually I actually do not remember her name. No, I wish I did. Joanne, yeah. But it said two, yep, I love you, Dad. Right. Right. Now that was it. So the boys yep. were like, Kimby, you made a big fuss over it, no big deal. They threw it in the bin. No cash in there, yeah. Months later, there's a knock at the door. I'm the only one home and a woman comes to the door and she just is inquiring. She says, I used to live here. I'm just wondering whether any of my mail has come to the house. And I'm like, Oh, oh no, sorry, I've sent everything back. Like I don't I don't know. Sure. Um and then she starts to cry. And she says, the thing is that um, my dad just passed away and I haven't had any contact with my dad for six or seven years. And I was hoping that he might have made one last effort to get in touch with me before he died. Now, I'm standing at the door, all of 18 years old, no life experience, and I think I just panicked because I shouldn't have opened her mail. I felt terrible that we did. I don't know what happened. You know, I just, I sort of froze. Right. Yeah. And so I just said, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I let her walk away without telling her that her dad had got in touch and that he said that he loved her in oh, the card. Kimber. Right. Now I, I have been carrying this yeah. since I was 18 You're years 18, old. You're like, 18, so you can you know, play the dumb kid card. Yeah, I, look, there's a whole heap of reasons why I know it was, you know, why I did it. But at yeah. the same time, I don't understand why I did it because it's against my nature. And I just, I, I let this woman walk away and I just, I cannot forgive myself for it. I just feel so bad about it. Like this poor woman, like, I guess this would be my last ditch attempt. If you lived in Apsley Road in Williton and that was you who came to my door that day, I'm dreadfully sorry. And your dad does love you and he did get in touch. Mm. Isn't that terrible? See, well, because when, when I was told you, you, know, you, you were going to tell the story, I had no idea it was going to end up there. Yeah. Like, I know. And, yeah. and, you're like, and you're like, Kimba, you were a kid and my heart goes out to you. It yeah. just, I just don't know why I can't forgive myself for it, but I'd like to know, 133353, if there's something you've never forgiven yourself for, because it could be something silly. I know even on Facebook, you know, we've had listeners say, you know, that they've sent their daughter to school with or gone out on school camp while they had glandular fever without knowing and then feeling bad. It's easy to carry these things for a long time, isn't it? Yeah. I remember Dockers versus Bulldogs, 2001, Subi Oval. I booed Barry Hall. I've carried that for a long time. <laughs> for, actually, no, I don't care about that. No. You don't, but I'd, I'd be interested to know. Thirteen thirty-three fifty-three. You can confess with me 
Is there something that you have never forgiven yourself for? And we have got a caller of the day prize, which is two tickets for you and a friend to see stand-up comedian Kitty Flanagan live at the Regal right. Theatre, October 1st to the 4th. Tickets are through Ticketek, or you can win them through us. Win the uh, DVD, the tickets, and the tea towel, which is pretty cool from Kitty. And I can see, uh, Mikey, I can see your eyes lighting up as we speak. There's, well, a, well, so there's the a story to come. I could... Yeah, there's a story. But the thing you have to remember, uh, I'm Catholic. I've, I've got the whole deathbed confession thing in the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes self-forgiveness is the most important of all. Yeah, it's a bit of a confessional (laughs) for me because uh, if you lived on Apsley Road in Williton and about 1998 you knocked on my door and said, did my dad send a card or get in touch with me? I lied to you and I told you uh, that no, he didn't, but he did. And I've let this woman walk around thinking her dad didn't love her and I knew better because I opened her mail and I didn't have the guts to tell her. We can tell you're feeling bad. Mm. You're only a kid. I was young and I was scared and I just was afraid, but I I've never let it go. I've just never forgiven myself, even though it might seem silly. I can tell what we can tell. Mike, this means a lot to Kim because she's giving street names and that. So it's Yeah, uh, I know. I'm like, uh, I hope that someone knows it's her. But uh, Kane in Como, there's been a time that (laughs) you haven't forgiven yourself for. That's correct. Yeah, I was uh, in New South Wales visiting uh, my partner's family and um, we we were having a barbecue that night. So we went to the butcher anyway, there in the butcher, and uh, I thought I'll wait outside and I'll... uh, Sit, uh, sit on the table there and mm. I thought there's a news agent's right next door so I thought I'll go in and I'll get a, uh, a scratchy ticket but uh, before that I thought oh, I'll just have a smoke before I go in Sure. Mm-hmm. Any, anyway the old couple that went in they, they supposedly go in there uh, well, once a week or whatever it is and uh, buy the ticket and scratch it there mm. anyway 10 grand later that smoke cost me Kane. <laughs> so they got the scratchy ticket that you would have got had you not stopped for a smoke that's exactly right. So I uh, myself, and yeah, you know, I never forgive myself for that. <laughs> uh, see, that's why I quit six days ago. <laughs> Mikey. Yeah, well, it could cost you 10 grand in the long run. Mikey, buy a scratchy uh, quick. I think at this price it costs you 10 grand in a year to be a smoker, Kane. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, what happened to me, yeah. It's funny, you just can't let it go, can you? Like Kane's when something, it. It, you keep carrying it around. I know, well, I'll forgive you, Kane. <laughs> right, it's the worst part was telling the missus and yeah. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have uh, revealed well. it. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be regretting that. See, Mikey, you're doing the right thing. Well done, mate. <laughs> I, I know, I know. In fact, what I need now is a new addiction. Scratchies. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> the best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.